Okay. <clears throat> this week's Parsha, Parsha Tetzava, um, starts off very interesting, and we'll really get into it soon, but uh, we always love to connect the Parshas, and uh, I think this is self-understood, but we're going to get a little bit more into it shortly, uh, in a few minutes, to get a, a nice part how it really connects. But uh, let's just start with Aleph, and uh, we'll work our way through. <clears throat> the first mask, we know Moshe Rabbeinu's uh, name is not mentioned in this Parsha at all. So, the question is, is why was it Dafka uh, Parsha Tetzava? So, there's a famous word that Mepharshim say, is that we know that Moshe Rabbeinu, when the Rabbani Shalom wanted to send him down to Mitzrayim, Moshe Rabbeinu for a week told the Rabbani Shalom no. And not only that, but at, after the end of the week, he said, not only don't, don't send me, but maybe send the person, Shalach Asher, the person you always send. And who's that? That's Aaron Akayim. And Hashem says, oh yeah, it's one thing you don't want to go, but if you didn't give, start giving me eights, so no one asked you for eights, that's we're going to want to go. That's when the Rabbi Shalom said, now you're going to be punished. What was the punishment? We know the Rabbi Shalom took away the kahuna from Moshe. And the lashon over there is that, you're a, that, that, that Aaron was a levy until now. After that, he's going to be a kind. So, no, it should be more serious. <clears throat> What's it called? So the question is, is that, um, that being said, Moshe Rabbeinu knew that he gave up the kahuna for Aaron. So a lot of times when we do, it's the first Masmer, that a lot of times when a person does someone else a favor, right? So a lot of times they'll say, no, it was nothing of it, don't worry about it, you don't, have to, you don't owe me anything, it's all good, I'm okay. He says, that's the biggest achzarius altogether. He says, what does that mean? It means I'm too good for you to pay me back. I'd rather have a chip in my pocket knowing that you always owe me, that I was, always, I was good to you, I did something for you, and because of that, I know you owe me one. Moshe Rabbeinu came out and said, no, 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 no. I know that I gave up for my brother Aaron the Kahuna, and I want him to know it's totally for him, and I want nothing of this. And he says, and that's exactly what happened. Moshe Rabbeinu says, I don't want to be here in this parish and say, I'm doing this for Aaron. No, I want Aaron to know this is totally for he, what he deserves, what he's entitled to. So Moshe Rabbeinu Taka wanted exactly like it is, that his name shouldn't be mentioned, Dafka, in this parasha, where this is all about Aaron, which the kahuna was, we have the what's it called, we have the Avoida, we have the Begadim, we have the Benaira, all different things that we, we, we address in this parasha, as Moshe wanted to show Aaron, this is you, this is your total entitlement to this. Okay. Rabbi Tzadik, he asked the Moshe Kasha, he says, we know that, this, we're we're going to go late to study them that the Parshias are out of order. Right? Shumatitzavitz and Babig Machlekis, did it come after Kisisa or come before Kisisa? So the Machlekis is between Rashi and the Ramban, uh, if, the, if the what's it called, if the Parshias go in order. So, light, what we're saying now is that it came after the Eagle. What happened? Why did Moshe Rabbeinu get taken out? Because when Moshe Rabbeinu went to Davin to the Rabbani Shalom that he should forgive Klai Yisrael, he says, if you're not going to forgive them, then Machinim Mesifacha, erase me from, from your parsha, from, from your sefer. So Rabbi Tzadik asks, he says, I don't understand. If you're going to tell me that in a Hanami that he was, uh, the Rabbani Shalom was, uh, was uh, what's it called? I need more seats. There's no seats. If, if the, if, uh, what's it called? Enechanami, that the Rabbani Shalom was, uh, was, uh, was uh, Mechapra on Klai Yisrael, but if the issue was, is that, you know, what's, uh, is that once we say what, uh, what a Gadol says, we don't take back from him, so Rabbi Tzadik asked, so, Moshe Rabbeinu's color was, they've taken me out of the whole Sefer Torah. So everybody say, why was only Parshat Tzavah? It should be the whole Sefer Torah. That's what Moshe Rabbeinu said. If you're not going to forgive Klai Yisrael, then everything should be wiped out. Why did Hashem only pick one Parsha? So Rabbi Tzadik goes in and he's mouth, but he says, sometimes what's a lot is a little, what's a little is a lot. 
He says sometimes, and he gives, a, he gives a very nice marshal. He says, we know later on this parish, we talk about the Mizbech Ketiris. He says, and one of the most important things that we know we have to put in there is the Chalbana. Now, the Chalbana was from the most disgusting things possible by itself. It was Kiferlach. But if you don't have the Chalbana and the Ketiris, you have nothing. It's not Ketiris. 14 out of the 15 ingredients doesn't add up to Ketiris. He says, so too, Moshe Rabbeinu being out of Parsh the Tzava, it's not the same Torah. Yes, he's not here. And yes, we can understand what Bidekun is without him. What we think, what we understand from the Ketiris, when we understand he says if Moshe Rabbeinu would be here it would be a different Mishkan it would be a different Kahuna it would be different he says the fact that Moshe Rabbeinu was taken out of this it's as if he was taken out of the Sefer Chol. so yes in a Hanami Moshe Rabbeinu said to take me out of everything by taking him out just out of this a little bit he was taking him out of everything that's Rav Tzadik <clears throat> Rav Druk he said a nice uh, Nikuda he says Lamaisa, we know every Parsha starts and over here we change and we say V'ato you know V'ato Tetzav so he asks, he says, why don't we start the same, part, uh, the same way? And then say, why do we say, he changed the lotion. So he says, we know that we have one, ta- that Klai Yisrael, the biggest tafkid while we're in this world is always about one thing. We have to be a true Ever Hashem, and how we are true Ever Hashem, we think the Rabbani Shalom, we're makative, what the Rabbani does for us. He says, the Rabbani Shalom gave this parsha of Menorah over here. We know it's not part of the Kalim, and we know it's not part of the Godim. And not only that, this isn't even the Avoid of the Menorah. The, these two Pesukim over here, it's very strange, and we're going to get into a little bit what's going on over here, but the concept of, by the Rabbani Shalom sending us this message, the Rabbani Shalom was telling Moshe Rabbeinu, listen, you know that Klai Yisrael has to be Makatayv. He says, if I'm going to tell them that's not Hakar Satayv. He says, you have to take a Christ now. You have to be able to connect to Klai Yisrael and convince them that as what, being Klai Yisrael, what should they do for everything that Rabbi does? They should be Makatayv. They should do something, right? We say, there's a famous message that says, well, you know, uh, what's going on over here? They, uh, Klai Yisrael lit the Benayra for their Rabbi Shalom. The Rabbi Shalom for the last, uh, for, for, for all the 40 years in the midbar was giving them an Ana, the Anani Esha Kavit. He gave them light. He says, Rabbi Shalom needed their light. He says, no, no, no. He says, when you are taking your Bechira, that you want to give to the Rabbi Shalom something back to show that you can do something, he says, that's worth everything. He says, the same thing over here. This is the Ata Moshe, you have to get that message across that they should want to do Hakar's Tayyip. By Yadavar means that they're Tzivu, they have to do it. He says, and that's not what we want. We want it to be a true Hakar's Tayyip. And that's why this parasha didn't start by instead of Ata Okay. <clears throat> the Ramban, he focuses on a few words in the first pasuk. He focuses va'ato, va'yikhu, and ilecho. He says va'ato, he says, it tells us that Moshe has to be achroi for this. Like we just said, that Moshe had to get this message across. Now, Moshe, you're in charge of getting over this message. That's va'ato. Va'yikhu, he says, what's going on? Here he says, va'yikhu, ilecho, shemen zayizoch. He says that va'yikhu means because they were in the midbar. They didn't have olives. Where are they supposed to get all these things? So people had a few, people had some. He says, but, Moshe, uh, but, but he's telling them that Klaishra, whatever they had, whatever they made, that was enough olive oil to, 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 for the Mishcha Shemen to, 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 to use for all the Kalim to do this. He says, it was a tremendous thing. He says, that's why it's a lot of a Yichu, not Asu. Like we had last week's parasha by all the Kalim, Vasisa, Asu. Same concept. And he says, he says, Dafka Moshe had to have Hashkachas Moshe Rabbeinu. He had to be involved in deciding, is this true Shemen Zayizach? What is this? Is this the proper way it's done or not? And now we'll get into a little bit more why that's important. <coughs> the Meshachachma says, he says that Eilecha is in really another step, a shlav altogether. He says Eilecha is his dafka, this was a batana from Moshe Rabbeinu. He brings that on Machlekist, Ibn Ezra, and the Ramban in Parshish Baal Loisha. And it says that why was this a present from Moshe Rabbeinu? He says we know that Nevuah only came by day. 
And the fact that it came by night is the machlekes was there nevuah or not. So the so the Evan Ezra says that the fact that there was neiros lit in the in the Mishkan that was as if there was day the whole time, and because of that, Meish Rabbeinu was able to get nevuah by night, and that was the ilacha. The Ramban, the Ramban argues and says no. He says chas v'sham that the that the Rebbeinu would create such a massive that Meish Rabbeinu wouldn't be able to get nevuah at night, and they said it had nothing to do with this. But there's a shail on that. What happened by Marcus? That we know Marcus, Moshe Rabbeinu had to wait till the next day. So if he got ruled by night, why was the, why do you have to wait for the next day as well? But that's further, that's what's going on over here. And that's what they philosoph, the Ebenezer, this is what the Ezra, this Meshach Chachma says, that's why Elacha, it was Dafka Moshe, and the Hashkachas Moshe is the same concept that Moshe was, uh, it was for him, it was, pre, it was a personal present from the Rabbani Shalom, that even though Aaron lit it, Moshe had, had, uh, had enough from it as well. Okay. <coughs> the the, the Ashtrovska Goyen, he says the Lashem Va'ata was Dafka. He says, why? He says, like we just explained before, he says, we know that this parsha came after the ego. What happened? Moshe Rabbeinu spoke to the Rabbani Shleilam, and he, and he was tough with him. He says, if you're not going to give Klai Yisrael, then wipe me out. You know, I, I, I can't answer for Moshe Rabbeinu, but to someone to talk so tough to the Rabbani Shleilam, it, it's not Pashat. He says, so you would think that there would be some type of distance between the, 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 the biggest Navi Eklai Yisrael, the Moshe Rabbeinu, and the Rabbeinu Shalom. Comes along the Rabbeinu Shalom and says, right? We know that we, we, we say every bracha, we say Baruch Atta, this is a direct correlation, a, a special chavashaf, uh, that you're able to talk face-to-face with someone and address him as you, instead of Mr. or Sir or, his ever th- or a third person, you get to talk to him face-to-face. He says, the Rabbeinu Shalom wanted to know that no matter what happened over here, the love that the Rabbeinu Shalom had for Moshe Rabbeinu Knew that no matter how he spoke, because it was Aaron's, there was a there was a cheshman to it. There was there was a tafka to what he was doing. He said such a level that the Rebbeinu wanted to show va'ata. No dafka that Moshe Rabbeinu, you're on that level that I still love you for everything you do. So that's what dafka he had that lashon. Okay, <clears throat> the morale diskin. He says that he, he answers this whole lotion of the of uh, what's it called he he starts on a nakuda that we know we say in Musaf Shmaresrei he says Samchina Besikunai he says was there really problems with the Kalim and the Basic Mikdash were there things that had to be fixed and he says no he says the he says a menorah by na- a nature and we spoke about a little bit about this last week with the Mizbeach and everything there's an Avoida and then there's the Metzius of menorah a menorah by being lit was its Metzius he says that the Samchina Besikunai is that if it wasn't lit it was, it was the homeowner was missing. He says so that the fact that the, uh, that Bnei, that, uh, that that Aaron would go and light the menorah, or the Kohen Gadol would go and light the menorah, that was Dafka the Samchina with Kunai. And he says and that, and that's what he tells us on, on what that lashon is. <clears throat> okay, now there's a Gavaldiga shtikla I saw over here from Rabbi Shlazinger that which takes some time. It'll be a little bit complicated, but I, I believe it's worth it. And now we're going to try to connect the parshas. What's going on over here? So Rabbi Schlesinger asked three questions, and he brings from a few different sources, and we'll try to go through it. And uh, I think it's worthwhile. He says the first question is: Is why is the parsha menorah between the kalim and the begadim? Like we started, how's the connection? What's going on over here? That lachari, this is not the place, and especially it's not even the avoda menorah. Why is it here bechlav? He says that's his first question. The second question he asks, he says, we know in last week's parsha we said it was the shemel ma'ar. So where do you find the Torah now going weiter and saying, no, no, it's not just shemel ma'ar. It has to be the next level. It has to be shemen zayizoch kosis ma'ar. It has to be even to the next level, to the, the best of the best. He says, we, didn't we just say Shem Lamar? Why is this extra level needed? Why do we get involved with this altogether? That's question two. And question number three, he says, where do we ever see that, 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 that anything in the Torah needs a heksher? So all of a sudden now we're starting with a Moshe Rabbeinu needs to give a heksher on the, on, on the Zayas. What's going on over here? 
<coughs> so he says, he says, in order to understand this, he has to give a little bit of a background. So he starts, he brings a medrash on this week's parasha, the first medrash, where it says that by Yirmiyo, uh, uh, he says that the Lashon is, is that he brings a posik from, uh, what's it called? The uh, Zayas Ranan. One second. He says that the Loshan, that the Rabbani Shalom looks at Klai Yisrael like a Zayas Ranan. And Zayas Ranan is the, the olive when it's at the most purest, ripest possible. That now this is the essence, this is the, 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 best, the best thing possible. This level, that's how the Rabbani Shalom looks at Klai Yisrael. So the question he asks is that, Okay, Klai is, 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 uh, is, is used compared to a number of things. Why did Yemiel Dafka give the Lashon of Zayis? Why did he pick an olive? What was wrong with a Gef and a Te'ena? We have numerous things that were compared to. Remind, why did he pick Zayis? So, he's Muslim, he says, we have to understand why, what, what's a Zayis? A Zayis, we know, how do you get the, extract the, the oil out of it? This has to go through tremendous procedure. It has to get beaten. It has to get smashed and crushed and, and rolled and, and, and put into different pits and everything to get till you get that nakuda, that, that, that essence, that, that the highest level of the oil that can come from it. It's a tremendous, tremendous amount of work that has to go through it and has to be developed. But when you get to that, there's nothing like it. He says, so too, Klai Yisrael. And he brings down from the altar from Kel Mitaka, writes in one of his Igarises now and this time of year, he says that every Yid has a nakuda in their neshama that's pure, pure toiv. That if we can tap into that, that we can squeeze out of us what we can, our tafka, what we can accomplish, it's la'ela la'ela. He says the same thing is by Isaiah, is that we have to be, we can do that by Isaiah, so too by Klai So, and he brings it, and brings it, and, and the ultimate even goes uh, uh, strong. He says that's taka our job. We have to taka the, the lushness. We, we have to be. We have to take off our orla from our heart because that's how you get to it. It's the inner side, and whatever it takes to get to it, that's what our job is. That's how we, we tap into it. He brings after that a chasam seifer who taps into what's the chachmelev. What were these chachmelev? Who were these people? What happened over here? Moshe Rabbeinu says, "Come, we're going to go build uh, Kahuna." I mean, last week's parsha is going to build the kalim. He says, well, you're talking about people that were slaves. They were out of Mitzrayim for two years, and all of a sudden they're, they're the biggest artisans, they're the biggest uh, the, 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 the crafters, they know how to do all these things. They know nothing. Where did they learn all this? So in the Midrash Mok's mouth and the Psalm Shafi says as well, he says, by wanting to do it, the Rabbi put in them that they had the kich, that they were able to do it. He says, that's what Chachm is. He says, just to want to do it, that's how you, get, you tap into potential. He says, this is, the, the Psalm Sefer even goes, he says, this is really what Yisurim is as well. He says, we get Nebuchadnezzar, we all, we're, 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 we all have Yisurim, we all have difficulties, we all have challenges, but they're not meant to hurt us. They're not meant that we should fail. I mean, I'm not going to tell you that we don't fail because there's things that come from fail as well, but there's more, there's something that drives out something we gain from this, a new tool, a new, a new kayak we didn't know we had, or some way we can, we can, we, we, we can adjust to something, or the way we can, we, we can work on something. He says, that's what Yisurim are. It's all about tapping into the same thing. And he's mouth and he goes right to, he says, the Zayis, he says, what comes from Zayis? He says, it gives oil. He says, and what is oil? Oil is light. He says, he brings his Fasemis and Takadis Fasemis says the same thing. We know, The same concept. We have to go to the extreme, but if we tap into it, we're able to have, uh, to, to, to tap into these, you say this as well. Okay, and now he brings the Balaturim. And the Balaturim, he talks about why was Moshe not in the Parsha. 
And the Baal gives one of the Tarutzim, he says, he says, because Moshe had Agbas Nefesh. Like we said at the beginning, that Moshe gave away the Kahuna because he didn't want to go to Klai, he didn't want to go to Klai Yisrael and Mitzrayim. And we know that Lamaisa it hurt him because he could have been the Kayin Gadol and what's Pshat, you know, it hurts that when someone else, he's human. Yeah, a person, person hurts when someone else gets what was entitled to you. So, the Archaim HaKadosh, he disagrees. He says, this is not Pshat. He says, Moshe Rabbeinu was much more above about Agmas Nefesh. There's no such thing that because of Agmas Nefesh, therefore we didn't put Moshe's name in here, that he should he feel bad that he didn't get the Guna. So he says, so what's Pshat over here? What Taka happened over here? So the Archaim is Masbri. He says, the Lashem Va'ato is Dafka. He says, it's not a Tzivli. He says, this is not for Moshe. This was Dafka, what Moshe Rabbeinu wanted. What did he want? He wanted Amrin to have Gadula. Why? <clears throat> because we see again, when's the Lashem Va'ata used again in this parasha? When it comes to the Hakrava. When it comes to, what's it called? When it comes to, 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 to telling Aaron, come, uh, come again, and these are going to be your begotten. Come bring the Karbonis. He says, that's what the Elecha is. Elecha is saying that this is what Moshe Rabbeinu wanted for himself, that for his Kapara, or for whatever other reason he wanted, Moshe Rabbeinu wanted to do something on the highest level possible to bring out that Nikudna Teva. Is that, what is it? It's by him being Mevatl himself to the nth Agree, that I'm not here bechlav, but I'm doing for him to the most I can do, and that's why the begadim are called lechavim sefaris because Moshe Taka did it to the best thing he could do for them. He wanted that he should be on a level of of, of the highest of highest, and that's what Moshe taught us. He says he t- taught us what, what total spotless is and how we can do something for something. So we want to know what's going on over here. Why is this parsha in between? It's the parsha that really connects us to show that if you're able to tap into yourself and to bring out that nakuda, what you can do, how you can bring something to Kaddish and to Kavad and to Ferris and to make it work and to bring out the real Kfad Shemayim. So that's what he goes through and he's Masmer why these were, uh, the things were the way it was. Okay. Let's move on. The Dabna Magid, he says the next passage, it talks about when we appoint a leader. And it says that you should t- tell Aaron to, co- uh, to, to come forward and it says, Mitaych B'nai Yisrael. And he asks, what's this Lashem Mitaych? From who else should it go to? And he says, no, we have to understand when it comes to picking a leader in Klai Yisrael, when we have to do something, he says, who, he says we see later in the parasha, Moshe went and dressed Aaron. And when Aaron was nifter, Aaron, Moshe went and dressed Elazar. He says, when you're taking the ultimate leader, you don't just become a leader because you want. You have to be, someone else has to pick you. Meaning, Klai Yisrael has to shtalavek, that you're the right person. But how does Klai Yisrael pick? It has to be someone who's metoich, someone who understands us. He says, you can be the biggest tzaddik, but if you can't uh, uh, talk one-on-one with the, 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 the current cow, you're gavaldic, but you're not for us. You need someone who actually understands, who, who, who lives with us, who goes to the same places, who has the same nishinus, who has the same yitzahara. He says, that's what you need. He says, and that's good for what's going on over there. It had to be metoich, and because Aaron was at that level, that's why he says that the, uh, that's what, what the Lashem Metoich was, to appoint Aaron to be the kayin on that. <clears throat> Okay, the Ben Yoda talks about, there's a famous Machlekes in Gemara and Shabbos with uh, Hillel and Shammai. There was three different Gerim that came to be Megayar. So there was a Machlekes, and, uh, uh, there, there was a Machlekes with Hillel and Shammai, what to do with them. And the Gerim went to both. And he had three different Machlekes. Three, three different people had three different Machlekes. One Ger says, just teach me Tarshav Ksav, Tarshav Alpa, I don't want. So Shammai threw him out, and Hillel says, okay, no problem. And Hillel started telling him things. And it came out that what's it called that that that, that he says well.
well, you're telling me different things, every day different. He says, well, if you want to know more, I'll tell you, uh, what's it called? The Tereshvah And Lamaisa, the, the Ger was Maskim, and he was Megayer. Then the, that was one. The second one was about, he wanted to know, uh, what's the most, uh, what, uh, uh, teach me the Kal Tarekula in one thing. And that's what the famous one that Hillel gave after Rechak Moicha, Shammai threw him out. And he was also Megayer. The third one was the, this week's parsha, the Loshan uh, that he wanted, that he heard about the begadim of the Kain Gadol, and he wanted to be Kain Gadol, and that also became Machlekes, and Hill handled him gently, and and what's it called? And Shame was very rough with him. And it comes out after that that the, the Gemara says the next mice was those three Gerim got together and they started talking about what happened over here. So the Ben Yehuda asks, he says, "I don't understand." He says, if, "And it comes out, and they and they came out that Shammai, what he's doing is wrong, and Hill and Hill, what he's doing, that's why he's Makar of Klaiso." So. The Benyon that asks, he says, I don't understand. He says, What's the difference? Why do it have to be three different Gerim or why do it have to be uh, that they have to meet? Why can't it just be the first time? He says, Because at the end of the day, when it comes to Chinuch, he says, Sometimes there's times we get pushed away. Sometimes we get pushed aside, and, but there's a reason for it. It's not because we're, we're asking bad, it's not because we're doing something wrong. It's because you're supposed to come back and ask more. Say, why did you do that? What, what did I do wrong? What, and you know, inquire about it. He says, If one Ger would have went away from Shammai and he didn't go back, he says, then maybe Shami had a reason to send me away. Maybe there was, a, there was a problem over here. He says, but when he saw that three times it happened, one after the other, and Shami never changed his way, they were able to say, no, there's a problem here. That's That's not the way it is. And that's how they came up to Pesach, that Shami was wrong, and Hillel was how he's Makar of Chal So that was that, Misa. <clears throat> okay. The Tonal Rabbah, he asked, very good, it says, now we move on, that it says, uh, It goes through all the all the begotten we're making, and the only extra word so far we said is Why? How come it, by the Eifer it doesn't describe it, by El doesn't describe it, Mitznefes doesn't describe it? Why does Tashbeitz doesn't describe it? So he also tells Chavek that on Rashi, Rashi uses the lotion of what's Tashbeitz. Tashbeitz is also it's Noi. Noi meaning it's beautiful. And why did Hidafka pick the Lashon of Noi versus Pe'er or Hodor? So he goes through it a little bit and he's Masber. He says, you have to understand something. We're talking about what is Noi. He, he, says, he says, let's back up. He says, first of all, we're talking about what, what are these begotten? They're, they're all Lachavr Lusafaris. He says, we know, and he rather brings it from the, the, from the Megillah. He talks about Achashverish, that we know he dressed up in the Begidah Kahuna and he showed it up to the, uh, to the other kings and to the other, uh, the, the Sarum and the other Medinas, and he showed it, and it was for Lutzfaris. Uh, he says, at the end of the day, which Begid is Lutzfaris? Only begotten that outside begotten. He says, you want to show me the Chayshin, you want to show me the Me'il, the Aphoid. He says, these things, their beauty, their outside, their splendor, you could, you, 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 you have enough from them. He says, but a Kasoinus, a Kasoinus is not Noi. A Kasoinus is not, is not the fairest. No one, no one appreciates it. What is it? So the lotion we have is a Tashbeitz and Noi. Tashbeitz, it describes how it was formed, the special intricacy, how it's woven. How, you know, there's a beauty to that as well, but it's inside, it's under everything, no one sees it. He says, but Noi, by Noi by Klyestral, Noi by a Goya, two different Noi. He says, the the, 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 the Mishnah say what was Noi says when, when it came to Yom Toivim and Klai Yisrael used to run around in what's it called Klai, Klai Yisrael used to run around with their knees deep in, in blood and how beautiful it was that the, the, the blood was running in the, in the Oil Mayed and, and, the, and, the, and the Azara and the Chatzir that what's called there were so many Karbonas that were coming it was uh, how, how Klai Yisrael wants to do for, for the Rabbi Shalem. he says that's not, that's, that's not beautiful that's disgusting they say it's dirty it's like, they, they, everyone, uh, you shouldn't walk around this way you want to come drive 
dress prestige, you want to come clean. That's what a guy wants. He says the noy, the beauty of the kasonis was was the tajbits, was the inner side, whatever reflected, whatever it was mechaper for. We're going to talk about soon. But all these different things, that was the beauty. So he says when you want to discuss, discuss what was the teferis of all these begadim, he says yeah, I can tell you the meil by itself, I can tell you the eifoid. But if you want to know what the kasonis was, that has to be because of the tajbits, because whatever those parameters was, that was the teferis of it, and that's why it adds the extra word of tajbits by kasonis. Okay, the Nesiva Shalom, he says, we just said that we know all the begotten came to be mechap or something. He says, but I don't understand. He says, the end of the Pasuk says that they're here to serve me. He says, why are begotten coming to do kapara for all different, uh, different types of uh, averis? Shouldn't they be here that it's uh, supposed to be for uh, prestige, that you, this is how you deem the Rabbani Shalom, this is how you serve him? He says, why are you taking what's it called? Why are, you, why are we saying this is all for kapara? So Nashim Shalom gives a mashal. And he says, that you have to understand something. He says, let's take the Kasainis. We know the Kasainis was to forgive for Ritzicha. He says, Kla Yisrael are not Reitzchim. Especially they're not Reitzchim that every, that every time the Kain Gadol goes in there, we need, we need to be a Mechapar or a Ritzicha. He says, but what is a type of Ritzicha that Kla Yisrael Nebuch is, is over? He says, we can have an Avak Ritzicha. What's an Avak Ritzicha? We know, let's say something like Lashon Hara. He says, Lashon Hara, unfortunately, there's, there's, there's plenty of people that are over. He says, something like that, yeah, Taka, we need forgiveness for that. He says, he says, Gufa, that is what the Lachanoi Li means. It means take it to the next level. He says, yeah, it's not Ritzicha. It's the extra level of something that could shmekois from Ritzicha, which could be Lashon Hara. That, that's how you deem the Rabbi Shalom, that we get Kapara for these in Yerim as well. And all these other, other, other Averis, that's what we needed. We didn't need for the actual Averis, because that Barakashim Chai doesn't fall into that category. But for the Avak Averis, that we needed, and that's what the Kapara was. Okay, <coughs> let's move on. Revel Baruch. He asked, we know that next comes the Chayshin. I don't know, we skipped the, the eighth one. Let's go to the Chayshin. The Chayshin says very interesting. It says two things. It says, well, actually, the truth is it's really part of the the the, the, the eighth as well. We know there was the Avnei Shoyam that were on top of the shoulder straps, were, what's it called, on, on the Ksefes Eifet, there's the Avnei Zikaron of Neisrol. We know so Aaron is Shemoisom, Lefnei Hashem, Ashtay Ksefel Nezikaron. Right? We see that it was put there for what's it called, for, and it had the Shemus of Abnei Yisrael. And then if you look a little further to the what's it called, to the, the Chayshin, and you look in the Tuharavi, Tarshis Vishoyam Vyashbeh. And so the question is, is, first of all, why were the stones the same stones? We see that on the Avnei Mlum was Shoyam, and we see that in the Chayshin it was, uh, was Shoyam as well. So we're going to go, so, 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 so there's two aspects we have to deal with. One, we're gonna, these are two separate uh, things, and we'll, 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 we'll break it down. So Reveli Baruch talks about the order. It says, Kisod Oisam. And the problem is, is it? Is it Kisod Oisam? Because last time I checked, if you check Kresh Vayetzei, after Yehuda comes done. So if you look on the Chayshin, it says, uh, uh, what's it called? It says, the Ruvah Levi Yehuda Yisach is Vulan. So that's not Kisod Oisam. So he's Masmer, he says, you have to understand. He says, he he brings he brings from Mizrahi and it says that no the taka the ksilosam doesn't mean of their birth it means their mother's birth and that Leah went in her first order of her kids then went Bilah then went Zopa and then went Rachel and that's the way it broke out but Reveli Baruch says no he says lechachila you can even say no it was done the right way but what's going on over here he says there's a difference for the zikarons one zikaron was dafka for the what's it called was dafka for Bnei, for the for the shvatim and that was the the the, the avni malum. 
that had all the names on it. And then there was another one on the Chayshin, which wasn't just for the Shvatim, it was for Gantz Kla Yisrael, but they, were, but they were divided into their Shvatim. So one was for the actual Shvatim, and one was for the, 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 the actual Shevetz. <coughs> That's really Baruch. The Meshachachma, he breaks down even for, uh, stronger. He says no. He says you have to understand more. He says that really the Chayshin and the Avni Meluam, there's a difference in, in the words. He says we know that the Shayam was also was Yosef's uh, stone and it carried on the aphid all Klai He says, why? He says, he brings out a few different psukim in, we know in Tanakh, that Bnei Yisrael was called She'eris uh, Yosef or Haben Yakali Ephraim, which is also uh, uh, Ephraim, which is also Yosef. He says, so therefore he was Zeichetaka to hold on Klai Yisrael. He says, but the, he says, but he says, you have to understand, there's more to it. He says, the Chayshin, the last stone of the Chayshin was also Yashpeh. Yashpeh was Binyamin. He says, it's more. He says, there's a Machleikis the, well, before we get to the he says that the 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 Avnei Shoyam was Meramiz was Mechaper on Seichel on Avodah Zarah. I want to call it on those type of errors, and the and and the and the Chayshin was for Ivus Adin. Was uh, it was if they if they if they passed in the wrong, if they got involved with judgment, those type of things. He says, and those people that was what's it called, and that and that happened to be Yosh Pedafki by Binyamin. And he says, in those two ways of Klai Yisrael is how Klai Yisrael was able to be one thing and to have Kapara. That had to be connected because one thing led to the other. And he says that that rather is Machlekes in the in the Gemara about Basra, where the two Amarim are are, are, are having. Machlekes, where it says the Sharyushlaim are going to be made out of Kodkod. And Kodkod really means for Kedinu Kedin. That either it could be Yoshpe or it could be uh, Shoyam. That that was the Machlekes. So we see that as Taka, it was the same thing and the names were different. So that's what the Meshach Chachma says. <clears throat> okay. The Tvaris Yonisim is brought down in Taritmimum. He has a big problem now with the next thing. What's the next thing? The Urm Vitum. How did the Chayshim work? We know that the people would ask Kashas to the Chayshim and then it would light up and it would give it to Rutzim. But Frector of Meir Don uh, the Plaska Goyen, he says he doesn't understand. He says, We know Torah Leba Shemaim. How can we have a Psak Din from Shemaim from the, from the Chayshin and tell us how, what to do? We have a problem over here. Everything has to be passing down here. So he brings in no, in numerous Gemaras and different problems, and he talks about when Yeshua lost, what's called, uh, forgot the 3,000 uh, halachas. There was a, uh, the Gemara in Bechiris, Gemara in Temuras, Gemara in Megillah. There's a number of Gemaras which contradict each other and what happened over here. Why couldn't the Chayshin bring down, bring down the, the What's it called? They bring down the halachas, and the answer is, is because the Gemara says that that that, that something that was already known to, for the, for for a navi to give out the nevuah to, to remind us is not allowed to be done either. So how? But some places the Gemara says it was allowed. So how does there's a stira? How does it work? So. I give a tarot and their mouths like this. He says, you have to understand, there's two ways a Navi can, can do something. First of all, a Navi is Tamachacham. They're not just, you know, Stamazoi people that talk. He says, they have a Koycha Pilpul. He says, a Navi has a right to ask a Shaila and to understand something, and from there he's able to, to, get, to draw the, 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 to, to get the Koycha Pilpul and Hadarshan and come out with the tarot. He says, so the Gemara that says that it would be allowed, they were saying that the Navi over there in those cases was able to tap into his Koycha Pilpul and get it. He says, the place where it says he's not allowed is because Navu Hitake couldn't do. He couldn't just give it. So, but he but there's another, another Gemara he brings down and he says about the Mon, right? Just like Torah Shemaim, he, he says, he asks, we know that the Mon was used when they had a case, if a baby was a Ben Zion or a Ben Tess, who did the baby belong to? And the answer was the Mon, you checked out where the Mon what's it called, where the Mon landed. If the Mon, the mon landed by the, the, the Ben Tess's father, then you knew that his portion was over there, it was a Ben Tess. If it landed by the Ben Zion, then you knew it was over there. So their Mazbi says, you have to understand something. He says, Torah Shemaim, you're right, you can't get psak, but reality, what is there? 
That Shmai could give you. He says, we don't have a right to sit there and decide and ask something and, and, and say, okay, this should be the new psak. But if we just lack a idea, we don't know, so clarity that we can get from Tarish Shemaim. He says, so too is the Choshen. Whenever we tapped into it, it wasn't necessarily psak. If the, if the Choshen gave us the terrorists, it was because it had to give us clarity. Okay. Next. The Menchas Chinech and Chassam Sefer, they ask a famous Shaila, they say, what was the Me'el? Was the mill a regular coat, or as he calls it, a kittle, or was it like our tzitzis today? Was it open on the sides and just had a hole on top? So the Michas Chinuch says, even if you're going to go like the tzad, that it was like our tzitzis, he says, so where was the mill's tzitzis? He says, the mill should have had tzitzis, it's four corners. So he gives a gavaldechap, he says, we know one thing. He says, the, the big dick kahuna, he says, when, when are you chayef to wear a tzitzis? When something belongs to you. When a beggar actually belongs to you. He says, the big tikkun did not belong to the kain gadol. As long as he was kain gadol, he had a right to use it. But as soon as he was finished, it went to the next kain gadol. He says, something that's borrowed, that you don't have a chiv on, on what's it called? A chiv on tzitzis for. So that's how he comes up shot. You didn't have a problem with the mill. Okay. <clears throat> the Mepharshim asked that... We know that there was bells that would make noise, and even like the tzad that the be- that the meil had the pomegranates, and the and the bells were weren't gold, but with the taka they were in the pomegranate, they were cloth. It said it still made noise. Let's let it come out. But the answer is, is it would say with, when you go to the Kadesh Kedushim, they would hear noise. And the answer, the question is, is why? Why now when he's going to do that avoda? This is when you have to have noise. So the first one must be very gishmak. They say, unfortunately, when people start getting very holy, not holier than that, but they, they start thinking that they're accomplishing their grace at tzaddikim and everything, mm-hmm. so they tend to step on people on their wayside. He says, the bells were able to sit there and to wake the person up and say, you know what? I have to remember I'm a human. I have to remember this this. I have to know. I have to, have to behave how I act. He says, that was the concept. The concept was not just for, for Klai to know the Kayin was coming. It was supposed to know the Kayin, that I'm a human, just like the next person as well, and to tell them how he had to behave. Okay, <coughs> next. Vizayis Liyakov. Shmoyakov, he asks Gavaldi Gazach. He says, the tzitz, okay, we'll end this because it's late. He says, that when it came to the tzitz, it says that we made a petuchei chaisim. He says, what was petuchei chaisim? He says that I was dafka petuchei chaisim because chaisim stands for the three keys that the Rebbe Shalom never gave over. What are they? Chayit, he gave uh, childbirth, he gave uh, life. Uh, what's called the uh, tough was tchia. He gave tchia samesim to give, uh, that he never gave away either. And mem was matar, which, stu- which stood for the what's it called? Stood for uh, rain, which parnasa. Those three things, because it never gave away, that's how he created the tits. He says, but there was a gavadiga koyach that was put in this as well. What was that koyach? That these three things, the Rabbi Islam has unequivocally, we see clear as day, that these are enoim avade. There is no way of saying that this is done a different way. No one else, as much as they can try, they can't do these three things. It's only straight from Rabbi Islam. And he brings down, he says, and that's good for the power we know in Parshish, uh, Pinchas, I believe it was, uh, maybe, I'm sorry, maybe before, I don't remember, when it came to the Maisu with Bilam. When Bilam the Madrashim say was flying. And what happened? And Pinchas would show him the tzitz, and Bilam would fall down right away. And he says, what happened? And he says, because Bilam was Kishif. Kishif is fake. Kishif is a sleight of hand. Kishif is to make you think otherwise. He says, when you're able to go with a clear way of Eina Mavadi to show this is the Hashkafa, this is, uh, no questions asked, There's no, the, the, no one can dispute this, he says, the Kishif has nothing. Kishif is all Shekhar. It can't stand. He says, such a thing, he says, even the what's it called, he said, he was a lush, he made Maramas, that even the Khartoumim in, in, in Mitzrayim, when it came to the first time, they, they were called Chachamim. But after that, after the first Makkah, they were called regular uh, Khartoumim because it's all Kishif, it's all fake. When you can't do what you can't do, there's no one you're up against. He says, that's what the tzitz was. It was such a clear way of knowing this Rabbani Shalom. It was mamish biyad in our hands. He says, that was the, the Kedusha of the tzitz. Okay, yeshe